friends in it, pet. Two best friends who love to chat. Oh, what it's like to be an ant. Those who ant. Those who ant. Hello, and welcome to Those Who Ant, the podcast that helps you see the world through ant colored glasses. My name is Aunt Pat. I'm Auntie Mags. Hello, Mags. Hi, Pat. How are you? I'm good. You know why I'm good? Because no, I don't. <laughs> Couple reasons. One, as as of this recording right now, it's Monday night, so nothing um, catastrophic or wonderful has happened uh, in the political world. So why are we right? held hostage by all this know. nonsense? I don't know. So tonight might be um, the best last night there ever was. Tomorrow mm. it may all burn to the ground. So right now I feel hopeful and nostalgic. No matter what, I've got tons of beans in the pantry. Good, good. Yeah. But I got to tell you, I'm also riding high because my sister Gina, uh, you know, invited me over for dinner tonight. So I had a nice, honestly, spaghetti dinner with my sister, which was so great. That's great. You carb loaded. I carb loaded for this election. But also my nephew and my niece were there. Dominic and Josie were there. And a very cute thing happened, which I'm truly beside myself about. Well, you should share it. I'm going to share it right now. A young man asked out oh. Josephine Grace. Wow. And came to pick her up for an ice cream date. Excuse me. Okay. Here's the thing. This is so real. What a dream kid. He's a baseball player and a basketball player. So he doesn't have the like. He's got arms and legs. <laughs> yeah, he's got arms and legs. And he doesn't have the intimidating. I'm going to physically overpower you vibes of a high school football player. Oh, okay. No? Sure. Right. And listen to this. This is going to be, I cannot, I'm, I can't believe this happened. This young man came inside my sister's house. Oh my God. Greeted everyone, myself, ah. my sister, my brother-in-law. Okay. And held a conversation, was intelligent and kind. Hmm. It's so sweet. I'm nervous. It was, I know, uh, truly, it's like, when's the other shoe going to drop? But does he have a secret family in Utah? Oh, oh my God. Wait, you got to know this. My sister Gina just texted me. He's so sweet. OMG, he's here. Literally, it just popped up on my watch. What do you mean he's here? He's in the walls? No, he's at the house. He's hanging out. They must be done with the ice cream portion of the ice cream date. Oh, I thought you meant he got into the walls somehow. You know how like a raccoon or squirrels can get in your roof? Oh, I thought you were talking about that one crime story where the guy was living in the walls for all those <gasps> Was years. I? Was I, I talking about that? I, I think you were, yeah. Okay, okay, good. <gasps> oh, good. I'm glad I didn't pull that out of my brain because I was like, what's going on with me? No, no, no. That's a real story. Okay. Well, that's terrific. Now, how did Josie meet this young fella? They go to the same high school. I don't want to name oh. names because I don't want to mortify my niece. However, right. very, I just want to say, you know, she dated... A full-on stunad last time. We, all, my whole family was like, "This." Can kid- you explain that for those of us less ethnic than you? What's a stunard? A stunad? Is it like means- Captain Stunard from the Love uh, Boat? No, no, no. It's um, it means like um, the kid was a full-on doofus. Like he was. Oh. I asked him how old his oldest sister was, and he went like this. This was. This is a, a. This is the best impression I'll ever do in my whole life. Okay. Can you do me a favor and say hi? Hey. How old is your older sister? Hey, how old is your older sister? Uh, huh. uh, hmm. I, th- um, huh. I, think she, uh, I think she's 19. 
Okay. And it took him so long to even conjure up one number in his head. Right. And I was like, oh my God. He was boy. thinking numbers, not even of his sister. Yeah, no, he was, right. it was, it was so many different factors, too many for him to count. So this, this is a catch, this guy. This kid is a catch. And I'll tell you what, we asked him where he was going to college because, you know, they were all seniors this year. Right. And listen to what he said. Okay. Well, I think maybe I want to go to Ohio State. I'm waiting to hear back, but I'm not too worried because I have a 4.0 and I got a 31 on my ACTs. Are you kidding me? Uh, a 31? What's set out of again? 36. Oh, that's good. That's good. I don't know if I did those, you know. I think you probably did, but I remember Woodshop. Like me, yeah, oh, yeah, I think this is different than Woodshop, buddy. Okay. Yeah, just All a little right. bit, though. I don't, know if we, I don't know if I took the standards. I must have, but you I had to have taken at least it one. It was either SATs or ACTs. Ugh. Okay. Well, not to besmirch this good man's name, and that's truly wonderful, but also. What are we doing with that anymore? Did we, did we say those are um, not as great? We shouldn't be doing those tests. What's the standardized tests? Yeah, yeah, they're terrible. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're biased. They don't take into consideration a lot of different things that should be taken into consideration when you're talking about somebody's intelligence, especially cumulative. Mine right. was the day I took my ACTs. I had my period so bad, and and careful listeners to this podcast will will remember that I've had a terrible run until it was ultimately ripped from my body by doctors. Did you write on the test at all? I had my period while I did this. No, I wish there was a box you could check because boy, oh boy, I was in such terrible pain and I was in so much, I was so anxious that I was going to need to run to the bathroom, but it was forbidden, you know? So, so there were so many different factors going on that I was like, that's excuse me. That's sexist. It is. If men have to run to the bathroom, I have no idea. If women have to run to the bathroom, I've got a pretty good idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad. But again, I want to say this. That's not to take away this lovely human being's test score. I I celebrate it and I acknowledge it. Yeah, you seen and you loved if you were a real smarty pants. Oh, yeah. Good for you. But I got to say this um, about the way the world is biased. Um, I just want to say this and then I want to bring out our guest because I'm so excited for our guest. It's so exciting. When I tell you, listener, that this one is a get- this is what we in the biz call a get. Um, we're very excited to have our guest here, but I just want to say this. I just learned today that yes. more women die in car crashes because the crash test dummies, uh, you guessed it, geared toward male bodies. Okay. Do they have big penises. Yeah. It's like the penis must get to the way of the, <laughs> the airbag. It's, I don't know. But um, so now there's a woman in Sweden, of course, who designed a more um, accurate to the female form. Oh. Uh, a crash test dummy and it's expected to save many lives because they're going to they're going to like tailor the airbags to all bodies if you could imagine no but i can't. still it'll be like oh but you didn't think about people who are you know uh wheelchair bound or you didn't think about people who are oh overweight everybody's Who's putting people in right. the car in the wheelchair first of all what no. are you doing you're well, scrimping <laughs> and you're saving this budget your budget look look Look, you might have misunderstood me on that one, Pat. You might have misunderstood me on that one, Pat. <laughs> but yes, get a van, please. If you can, get a van if you need one. Anyways, if you can't I... get a van. Put that on a t-shirt. Ooh, get a van if you can. Get a van if you can. That's better. Anyway, that leads us directly to introducing our guest. I think. I think so too. I think it's, it's never has a better segue been done in all uh-uh. of the world. Uh-uh. 
Well, either way, we're so excited to have our guest. Let's just get right to it because I can't wait to hear what she has to say about all of the things we brought up. Right. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, mostly ladies, but however you identify, please welcome to the podcast, Aunt Molly. Mal, how are you? Hi, I'm great. I'm great. Thank you so much for having This is my very first podcast. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. It's an honor. It is. And it's a privilege. Well, yeah. you know, we've done a bunch of them and my life hasn't changed that much. So I do want to, you to mitigate your expectations of life yeah. post podcasts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was hoping that I would, you know, I could go to the grocery store and be recognized, but if you're saying that that's not going to happen, then I mm. guess I that. Well, two things. One, this is not a visual medium. So if people mm -hmm. did recognize you at the grocery store, you might have a situation like Pat had last week where some person emailed and said, can you please send me a signed autographed, uh, uh, autographed uh, picture of yourself? Oh, and only Pat got that email and I'm unpacking it. But <laughs> maybe this person doesn't know which is whom. No, they know. Everybody knows. But Every the other what? thing is this. The other thing is, you know, you're so stunningly gorgeous that probably people recognize you at the grocery store, but they, they're only recognizing beauty. I don't, I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's happening. Boo on that. Yeah. Boo, take boo that. take yeah. the compliment and run with it. Yeah. You know, my mother hours. used to tell me, what was that? What, what Molly, what? There was some, there's some hours in the grocery store where if you show up, you know, midnight to 3am, you, you might be the most beautiful woman. Is that right? I'm going to have to start doing that. Late night shopping for me. And then there's one guy in there who probably doesn't have his pants all the way in. Probably that's the guy who emailed you. Yeah. God bless. Now, I'm just going to say this one more time. If you're this person whose name I will not say out loud. Oh, can we ask Molly if she could guess it? And we'll, oh, sure. We'll, okay. Mm -hmm. Molly, there's no wrong answer here. Except there is a right one. Here's all you need to know. This person has a male sounding name and emailed Pat saying, you're my favorite actress, which is also confusing because Pat's not an actress. She is who she is, right? I'm just walking through the world trying to get by. Right. And could you please sign this? And I watch a lot of The Mentalist, Molly. So one name popped in your head when you heard a man sent an email to a woman saying, sign this picture of yourself and send it back to me. What is that name? And if it's right, we'll give you a thumbs up. Okay, Steve. Oh, you're so close. Though. Oh, boy. That was a good guess. Yeah. But if I were to tell you, which I can't right now, because I will say that what I what I was going to say was this person, if you're listening, I really don't mean to tease you or whatever. You could, you just have to imagine you don't know what it's like to be a woman walking around in the world, but you just don't willy nilly send your photograph to every Tom, Dick and your name uh, who asks for it because it's not Harry, though, if you thought, oh, it's Harry, it's not. It's not. I just didn't put yeah. it in there. But you're very close, Molly. And at, at any rate, I'm I'm flattered, but also very, very fearful for my physical safety at all times. And this yes. is just goes on the pile. Mm -hmm. Did he send you a photo of yourself or he wanted you to send a photo? Yeah, he left it in my own hands. Wow. But Molly, you just did something which is actually great which made me feel like there is a way it would be creepier, which is what if he sent you a photo and said, print this out and sign this picture of you I found. It's from just outside your house. <laughs> it's such a thing to get a printer and print and, you know, it'd be a whole ordeal for you. Do you know what 3D printing is, Molly? Can you tell Megs and I? Yeah, what is I, it? Uh, I'm confused on what it is, but they, you know, 
I'm very confused because you'll hear, oh, you can make a car with uh, this. They're making these out of 3D. I'm like, I don't know. I don't understand it. And I've watched a couple videos and it's still very confusing. Yeah, my nephew has one and I still don't understand it. Could you make a car, but don't you need all the car parts? Don't you need all the hot molten steel and all the nuts and cranks? Are you getting aroused? Yeah. What? It sounded like you were a little bit. I just imagine being at the mechanic, and I always have a full body shiver when I go there. Okay, fair enough. I don't go there because that's what I'm like. My ripoff detectors going crazy at the mechanic, where I'm like, "You are. I know you're doing something to me, but I don't know enough about cars to tell you what it is." Yeah, you got to go in aggressive. You got to go in aggressive, and I couldn't agree more. Molly, have you had that experience where you were you were being courted? by somebody and they did a really good job because this fellow that picked up Josie, I got to say, I mean, he did everything right. That doesn't mean him necessarily, he's necessarily a good person, mm-hmm. but he introducing polite, the whole thing. Have you had that? Cause I can't remember a time I had it so good. Uh, yeah. I mean, I had a couple, um, I had a high school boyfriend who was really polite to my family and, uh, he would bring me to Panera bread a couple times a week and pay uh. for bread bowls. <sighs> Wow. Marriage material. Yeah. And you know what he did actually is he, um, when he asked me to prom, you know how you have to, it has to be a big gesture to say yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, he actually, he didn't know I had a real fear of cops. Um, And uh, he had a cop pull me over. No. Driving his PT cruiser. And I didn't. Oh, that's a red flag in and of itself right there. Yeah. And so the cop comes over and he goes, I need you to step out of the car. This is right outside the old Navy gap. And so, oh, what? Yeah, so people, people from my high school saw this happening. He said, you need to get in the back. And <gasps> I, I almost shit my pants. I said, the back. yeah. And then after a while he comes back there and he hands me a card and it says, will you go to prom with me? No, 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 no. And you were like, wait, I can't go to prom with a cop. I'm only allowed to go to prom with seniors at my own high school. Exactly. Wait, was your boyfriend a cop? Yeah. He paid off the cop. Uh, they are. See, and people he, think yeah. that can't be done, but it can be done very easily. Yeah. You can have a cop in your pocket very easily. How many of us are paying taxes to pay the salary of cops who get paid off to make prom invitations? Right. Real question. somebody do the digging on that tom if you're listening get the numbers on that yeah could you run those numbers now you were terrified as i would have been because i always assume i'm gonna get framed Mm, mm, yeah i mean that's have you ever been framed by myself i feel like very badly Mm, mm. we the two of us have a very irrational but very what's the word real it's it's irrational but it's very real fear Mm. Of being, I have nightmares about like, I'm at a police station and they are like, we got you dead to rights and I didn't do it. I'm like, or everybody like a gaslighting situation where they're like, you're insane and we're checking you into a mental institution. But I'm like, wait, no, I'm all here and nobody believes me. And then Pat has to break me out or I got to break Pat out. Which is a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so yeah. that's a very real fear and you what was, your, what was your fear in that instance molly yeah. were you like oh i'm getting arrested or were you like oh some other thing that you were concerned like why are you by the way 
the most valid fear I've ever heard discussed on this program is a fear, pardon me, of the police. But what yeah. was your specific, what was going through your mind? I thought, uh, you know, I didn't drive at all. And I did have my license, but I didn't drive. And so he kept telling me that because of his allergies, he couldn't, his eyes wouldn't open up all the way and they were all red. And so he needed me to drive. And so, so I said, okay. And he's like, we just drive, just, just drive me right uh. now. And I pulled over. So I, so I was afraid number one of driving. And then, you know, I was afraid I was just, I was always afraid I was going to get pulled over. And I always thought that I too would be somebody who was in a situation where they're like, get in the car, you're be you are wanted for murder. And I'm like, what murder? And then it's like some other, you know, tall, blonde Irish woman who did a lot of murdering or I yeah. Close. Oh, yes. Who you had a little bit of an obsession with for a little while. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you have a celebrity lookalike, you have to run with it. Now, it, here's me saying how gorgeous you are. And here's you saying, I look just like Eileen Warnos. And that is, if nothing else, a lesson of self-esteem. Right? I have really low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, preach. inside every Ellen Fairness is a Charlie Theranos. Yeah. You know, yeah, the inside part. And we don't like to talk too much about looks except for, you know, horrific politicians whose feelings I don't care about in the least. But that's just the truth. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Now, follow up question. Did you go to prom with this fella? And were you able at a very tender age to express feelings about how that invitation went? Yeah, I did go to prom with him, but I did not have sex. Oh, okay. See, that wasn't even top of mind for me because a, uh, you know, I know you and B, I also was like, this guy didn't know a single thing that you actually wanted and needed. There's no way you would have had sex with him. Right. This guy lied to you about an illness to make you drive a car to have you set up to be pulled over. Exactly. And, you know, that's a lesson in dating someone who is 100 percent Italian and Uh Uh connections. (laughs) Wow. Uh oh. Wow. Wow. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's a rumor because it's true. No, that's not an Italian thing. That's person to person, because I'll tell you right now, I would never do that to you. And I am so Italian. Yeah, I had to explain to you both what Stunad meant earlier. But you do have family that would do it. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. Promise in May. We'll see if you're if you're actually going to stay to your word and not get me pulled over by the cops. (laughs) Why would I get you pulled over by the cops at this day and age now for prom? I promise. You just to waste to my tax dollars. <laughs> it's true, I guess. Unbelievable. I... Unbelievable. Oh, my God. Well, I, I got to say, you know, aren't we all better off at this stage? I mean, why were we making such a big deal about prom? Now, you said something really interesting, Molly. You said, but I didn't have sex. You know, mm-hmm. I also didn't have sex at prom. But boy, was I gearing up for it. I slept on the floor of someone else's house. We both were, like in the dining room. Oh, what the fuck were we doing there? Pardon was my this- French. Was this lad at a heaven boyfriend or was that not oh, till college? Not till college was that okay. at a boyfriend. Molly, did I ever tell you about lad at a boyfriend? <laughs> lad at a heaven, lad at a God. <laughs> you ever dated someone who said, oh, well, you know, Christians, they can go to heaven because they can see the ladder, the God made or whatever, but down from his treehouse. And he's like, that's why other people who believe different things can't go to heaven because Christians are the only ones who can see the ladder. Everyone yeah, else they is don't fumbling around. Yeah. Have you ever heard that theory? 
No, I've, I've never heard that. And, you know, I mean, we, we all know that we met in church and I have read a lot of uh, scripture and I just have never heard of this optical illusion of the, the ladder. The ladder. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that you said that because when he said it, and you know what, not a bad person at all, but, mm -hmm. but what the hell is he talking about? Yeah. There's some, honestly, some kookaroo things that people could say in the Lord's name and, um, you know, but that's a nice segue into would you mind telling everybody exactly how we met? Yeah, I mean, we met at church and, uh, you know, as you know, I was trying it out before I was trying to make sure that I wasn't, you know, I tried to do the straight and narrow and mm -hmm. uh, maybe I meet a fella at uh, the church and I tried, I brought snacks after church for people to consume. I tried mm -hmm. to make friends, but it kept leading me to the lesbian bars in town after, you know, by Sunday night, I was back to me. Oh, it's a familiar uh, path uh, for myself. You know, as you know, I identify as ansexual, which is I'm attracted to uh, anybody as long as they have or want to have nieces, nephews and nibblings. Right. So I understand that feeling. And but it does also remind me of a song by the Chicks, my personal favorite band in the world, which, by the way, Pat Tambulance, hmm. I got a very special birthday present from you and I love it oh so much. Oh my God, it finally came. It did. I felt like they had babies take it. They had to crawl up. <laughs> well, I love it so much and thank you very much. Okay, you're very um, welcome. Uh, but, uh, it, they, you know, they say like, there's a song called Lubbock, leave it. It's, it's, it's all about how people can misbehave. And then on Sunday, they just go to church and get forgiven for their sins. And then on Monday, they're back to doing it again. You know, people have tipping off the cops and say, yeah. them and using my tax dollars. <laughs> exactly. So a lot of people are like, oh, well, I'm going to try this. And then by on Monday, I'm back to myself and Sunday, I'm back to myself, you know? And mm -hmm. so when you said you were trying out the, st the straight and narrow, you literally were trying out the straight and narrow. Yeah. And then, you know, by Monday it was, uh, it was gay and narrow again. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Gay. yeah. It, I, you know, I did, I wanted to give it a good college try because, you know, all the family says it's a choice and, and like, yes, we believe in gay people, but we just don't believe you're gay. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. part of it is because, you know, obviously I present as somebody who looks like Eileen Warnos uh, when she's all dressed up. Now, so, again, Sharflees Theranos. Your Sharflees Theranos is it, it's, honestly Sharflees wishes. Honest to God. Right? Yes. Because she I has think, a very pinched, she can look quite pinched. Well, I, I think she's stunning as hell, but I got to say this. But that's Mom. what I'm saying. Molly's a better version. Yeah, Molly. You know how people say, like, you're a poor man's whatever? You're a rich man's. Eileen Warner? No. Charlton Theramos. Charlton Thanos. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am extremely flattered. I think that Eileen Warnos, if you know, I hate to say it, but if she didn't grow up in Florida all those years with all that sun damage and sun. You know, all the stuff that's going down in Florida, you know, she, yeah, yeah she would have looked more like Charlene. <laughs> Ridden hard, put away Florida. She showed, yeah. she was road Florida and put away Everglades. Now, I'm, I don't think that I'm, um, I don't have good, you know, I'm trying to be, Whatever you're going to say, I don't agree with you because it sounds like a put down. So say oh. it in a way that doesn't make me need to immediately correct you. Okay. I thought since you brought falafel, you were gay. <laughs> okay. That's not what I thought was coming. But yeah, I'm glad you said it straight up like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know yeah. you brought snacks and you said, oh, you, you elbowed us and said, I brought snacks after church. And then you showed us, you brought falafel. Yeah. 
and all the tappings. And I thought, well, I don't know. I think that something else is going on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a long time to make that. I've never made falafel before. And I, I, you know, I bake my feelings away sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what seems pretty complicated and not at all what I was served as a child? I thought falafel and the, the, the toppings, that was what took forever, you know, to, to create all those from scratch. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, the oh, thing is, also, is there a female version of phallic? Like Georgia mm-hmm. O'Keeffe paintings, how would we describe those? Were they uh, obviously representative of uh, female sex organs, right? But mm-hmm. that's what, to me, your dish was, because it's like a pita, a falafel, yeah. a ton of accoutrement outside of it. Mine had you know, sprouts. It, yeah, exactly. And so it was like, this hard to make. is a dandy <laughs> olive at the bottom right it was very clearly whatever the female version of phallic is it yeah. was that that's it right was, i was treating it like my canvas that snacks portion for after church and yeah uh clearly i was working through you know i you know this is this is what i like this is who i am but you know i'm less less of a falafel more of a flower after all oh. well i mean the thing is the, the funny thing about that is I don't know if you know this, but we actually were only there because we thought it was going to be an Anon there. You know, they do a lot of Anons at churches. And so we were there early. And so when we met you, we were like, oh, look at that one. She's got snacks. She must be here for the Anon, too. Did we ever even tell you that, that we were there for the actual church part of it? Oh, my gosh. No, I I had no idea. I thought at one point. I thought there were a couple ladies who were there that thought it was like an essential oils, like meeting some mm-hmm. sort of Cause they do those yeah. two back there. And I thought maybe you guys were there for that as well, but yeah, I didn't know that you guys were in it for the real thing. Oh, uh, we were in. Yeah. You know, I thought that there was some kind of crossword and on, mm-hmm. I'd heard that there was one floating around town and I thought I'm, I got my wires crossed. Like I want to do. Cause I we look do up, that a lot. Are in the auto trader. People don't know, mm-hmm. but they'll put them in the auto trader. Penny saver, auto trader, mm-hmm. a farm and fleet pamphlet. Oh, I love yeah. farm and fleet. It's fun. It oh, has everything. Most, most of my wardrobe growing up was from farm and fleet, which yeah. also should have been a clear indicator. You know, I'm like, hey, you can't change who you are. You're born that way. Exactly. Look at this little one. Caterpillar boots. You like those? Yeah. Well, we were, I didn't have Caterpillar. We had Timberlands, Mm -hmm. um, but only because my sister had them and I used to borrow them from her, but she's happily married to a man. Isn't that funny? That's odd. I would look Mm -hmm. into that. Yeah. We should look into it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'd love to, um, Mrs. Fletcher that. Wait, Jessica Fletcher. Uh Uh-huh. Wait, right? Wait, which one were you talking about? Well, you, oh, you probably haven't seen the, the show, Mrs. Fletcher, because you don't get any shows, but. Right. I meant, um, I meant. Um, Murder, she wrote. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. We should get around that. And I know she's no longer with us, but uh, is rest that in peace. sad? Rest in peace. We didn't even talk about that. That's mm-hmm. a shame. Yeah. That is a shame. Ugh. She was terrific. Why wasn't she ever on the Golden Girls? That's a good question. Why do you think she ever guested on that show? Oh, someone should look that up because you know, it'd be a great episode. There's been a murder and <gasps> in Miami. Yeah. Because everyone's dead to do that. Yeah. It's exactly too late. It's a little late. She was well, the last one. Idea. 
She was the last one. She was the last living one of all of the Golden Girls because we lost Betty White almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now Jessica Fletcher is no longer with us. <sighs> but I did see that Shania Twain is going to be Mrs. Potts in some upcoming version of, of Beauty and the Beast. And I'm already like, too soon. She's rolling in a grave. Let that woman be at peace. Shania Twain's got to be Mrs. Potts. What is the, what's the update? I haven't, I feel like they update that every year. I know I got to figure it out where I even saw that, but could you imagine instead of singing tale as old as time, she's going to say, whose bed have your boots been under? I love that one. A good one. It, it's my favorite one of hers. Whose bed have, now it's, you know, it's very up-tempo, I just realized, but it's really about, <laughs> excuse me, your dick smells funny. Uh, yeah. Why are you coming that's home? That's the update. Yeah. yeah, why are you coming home at five in the morn? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> Let me smell your dick is the updated version of who's bed of your boots been under. Oh my god. <laughs> you guys see I'll... the Shania documentary? No. Not yet. Molly, have you seen it? Me. Yes. Hang up on me and go watch it. It's incredible. You will have just like more respect for for Shania. I mean, if it's even possible and uh, also, she is so rich and lives like in Switzerland and her <sighs> house is beautiful. She's just living the life. Isn't you she know, married to Pitbull? No, she was married to Mutt Lang and he cheated on her mm-hmm. and he's a bastard. And I, you want to know if somebody looks like Eileen Warnos? Mutt Lang looks like Eileen Warnos. True. That is actually true. I will give that one to you. Thank you. He cheated with her best friend and Mm -hmm. then Shania ended up with her best friend's husband. Yeah. The one that they like broke up. Yeah. The the two of them were consoling each other. I haven't seen the documentary, but I do enjoy Shania Twain. I just Mm -hmm. don't think she's should be Mrs. Potts. Let me go on the record and say I do like Shania Twain because any man of mine better walk the line. She had a lot of good points. (laughs) She she really did. It's true. If you take them out and just make an essay out of it, you go, that's a pretty strong argument. Yeah. I mean, if if I was reading an essay and it started with Webster's Dictionary defines any man of mine as somebody who better show me a squeezing, pleasing, teasing kind of time. God, does that sound good? What I wouldn't give to be squeezed, pleased and teased. Uh, uh, well, we did meet in church. And you know what? I think we actually got something out of it. You know, I'm an agnostic atheist, but I have to say, you know, we were there. We were kept waiting for the Anon part to start. We thought, okay, yeah. well, this is a very extended portion of the beginning of the Anons where we all go, oh, these are the rules and these are the things we believe. And, the, and then it turned out to be church. And then yeah. you brought, which I thought, by the way, were very moist falafel. They were so good. They were good. They were good. And I like falafel should be moist. And it should be. Nobody says that in the cooking books, uh, but it should be moist. Yeah. And yet, yeah, Peter was fluffy. And then we really, I mean, we sat and talked. We sat and talked. And I ate that Tess Freaky until I got very sick. I love that. I love Tess Freaky. I got to say, every nationality that has like the one sauce that's Mm -hmm. like, this is the sauce that should we should be known for. You know, Italians, it's a red sauce. Greeks, it's either going to be like a lemon thing or it's going to be test freaky because that stuff is delicious. I'd put it on anything. I like Dilda. Didn't you bring some Dilda? Oh, I love Dilda. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. With the leaves. Is that what that which one is that one? It's got the Dil- leaves. Yeah, it's got the leaves, Megs. 
the one with the leaves. Not yeah. The sprouts and the olive, but just it had some leaves on top of it. I am yeah. having a hard time picturing it. Hmm. It's like a, it's like a, you know, it's like, it looks like a little, like, um, like a larger baby carrot. Mm-hmm. A larger baby carrot. So a regular size carrot? No, no. Like a toddler. Like a tween. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tween. Why don't they make tween carrots? <gasps> you know, that's an excellent question because first of all, did you guys know that baby carrots aren't just like mini versions of carrots? They're carrots that are regular size that are cut and peeled to that size. What? That's wrong. Is it? It's it? wrong. Because yeah. what happens to the pointy nubs? They're cut off. And thrown away? I, I have to imagine that there's Ugh. a great deal of food waste going on. This is bad news. Yeah, just peel you carrots yourself. Do you guys think that in other countries they have baby carrots or do they look at us and go, are you out of your minds? How about you just peel it, you lazy asses? I hope that's what they say to us. I hope, well, I hope I get it said to my face because I really want to travel again. <laughs> same here, same here. It's like, oh, please, you know what? Raz my ass raw. That means I'm out of the country. Huh. Are you cooking but- much these days, Molly? Are you, are you still cooking? Are you? No, I'm mostly going, you know, the frozen section, you know, with the kids It's just like, there's never any time to cook. Um, but when they're at school, you know, that's when I was doing this, the church snacks and, um, you know, now I'm full blown Les again. And, uh, so I've got, you know, I've, I've just got to do the, the peanut butter and jelly, you know, the smuckers wow. frozens from Costco. Um, um, for the people listening, that doesn't mean that Molly's not saying because she's a lesbian, she has to eat Uncrustables or whatever. Molly is saying because she's a lesbian. Actually, what are you saying there, Molly? Yeah, do you I'm- not have time? Yeah, because I'm a, because now I'm full blown again. I have a, a lot of my nights and when my children are at school are dedicated to the social aspect of being full blown again. Uh, uh, the apps and, you know, just basically writing descriptions on the apps of uh, mm-hmm. you know, who I am, picking out photos uh, for dating what's, files. What's the best one you've written? Like what's oh, the yeah. one that's what's are you fishing with the right bait? Here is what mm, I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. what's the best bait you're fishing with? Mm-hmm. I get the most. I get the most fish when I lie. Right. Um, oh. But then you have a lot. You know, you have to do a lot of work on the other end. You know, you, there's a lot of uh, lying to, to cover up the lies, and it's rough. So now I've just been telling the truth. Uh, I didn't like to say I had kids before, but now I say. I got the four little ones mm. and I got a, I got a busy life. And, but I, you know, a couple hours during the day I'm free and Sunday nights, I always get to go out because dad takes care, you know? Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I think honesty is the way to go right now for me at this time in my life. Oh, I think that's a probably a healthy step. I think so too. Like what is a lie that you told that worked on people. I've said I have no kids and have no interest in having them. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. And that one was hard to hide. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you had to play a lot of away games then at that point, right? How do you pull off away games with those many kids? You just got, yeah. I mean, I would plan the dates out for the weekends that I didn't have the kids, but mm. then you, know, you got to make sure like, you know, I drive a minivan. Why do you drive a minivan? Oh, because of the wheelchair people that you take. <laughs> yes. You have to keep up. And uh, yeah. 
have to have a for every lie you have 50 lies that you have to make up and it was uh-huh. just yeah it was becoming a lot I said uh at one point I said I used to be a professional athlete I don't remember why I said that I just thought mm. it'd be a good starting point now Did you have in mind a sport that you were the athlete of um, yeah, I said I was a snowboarder and the problem is, is I've never snowboarded in my life. Oh. You have to buy the equipment. It's you know, so expensive. <laughs> it's so expensive. Now I thought for sure you were going to say, oh, I said I was a basketball player because you are a gifted basketball and player. I should have, but there's something mm. about my personality that I like to just make things extremely hard on myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But now, I've been not lying as much. And that's been helpful just for the math of, of it, you know. Yeah. That's phenomenal because, you know, the mentalist himself, Patrick Jane, would say oh. a lie becomes heavy very quickly. Oh, oh you that, know, that's hmm. good. Did you find you had to start talking? Because there's a vernacular that snowboarders use. And there's also like, you know, did you have to start saying things were sick and lit? And did you have to start saying like gnarly and shred? Gnarly was the one that I knew. I knew like powder. I just always, you know, the powder is pretty big. So, you know, I got to get out there, that sort of thing. Uh huh. Yeah. That one was, you know, going to like the big five and getting a snowboard. That was a low point for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, so no, you actually big... bought the equipment? I did. Oh, were you going to teach yourself or are you going to have it as a prop in the van? It was a prop. It was strictly uh, for a prop. Was it, it just like on the roof rack of the minivan? Yes, it was. Oh, just a little, a little board on the top of a big old van. Honestly, a lot painting. of people driving by would have been like, "You could have just put it in the van." Yeah, there were no kids in there. There's nothing else in there. Even I could have the seats done if I wanted in a heartbeat. Not to brag. No, no. One time I said I was an ambassador on one of those sites. Oh, did and you? Then I, yeah, and then I got scared because I didn't know anything about other places. So then I had to fess up she, that one. At one point, I'd been a brand ambassador for a condiment company. Yeah, but not after you made me go through what I can only refer to as one of the most embarrassing moments of my life, which is Pat made me pretend to be a French person, and then she, I went on a date with her and this other person. She made me. I, she was like, "You gotta do a French accent," which. I don't know if you've heard it. It's okay because I had those dialect tapes. Do it up. right now. Oh, Please. mon Dieu. Ah, c'est bon, c'est bon. And that's it. All I just kept saying was c'est bon. And I don't even know really what that means because I took Spanish. So but- did, did it work out at all? Because there is a bit of a mystery to somebody with a French accent. So I understand how that can be helpful. Well, but it wasn't for me. It wasn't for my date. It was for her. She just was like, I need to be an ambassador to you. Please come on this date. I've, I've lied. I'm in it. Right. I, I'm an ambassador to one person. Yep. This French person. Yep. Oh, boy. Because yeah. at that point, we were trying to boil it down, you know, make it as real as possible, make it attainable. Yeah. But it turned out he was a polygamist. So we were both telling tales. <laughs> <laughs> Which we found out because he got very excited when she showed up with a second woman for the date. Right. Okay. Because I was going to ask if that was a red flag for him, but it sounds like that's what he's into. Oh, no, and everyone at flag. Macaroni Grill knew him. And it was a good Macaroni Grill. It was one of the good ones. It was so Be- clean. Yeah, because yeah. it was a Romano's. Mm-hmm. It was a Ray Romano's Macaroni Grill. And it, and the thing is, if it had been a Carabas, oh my God, I don't know how we would have ever shown up. What do you think? What's the best? Uh, what do you think the best place to take somebody on a date is? Uh, <gasps> oh, yeah, that's fun. That's fun. 
where are we? What geographically, where are we? Because we have answers for different geographical locations. Bubba Gump. Bubba Gump. Oh, that's a good one. That, that, that could apply to anywhere. I'm but, sorry I jumped on it, but it, wherever there's a Bubba Gump, that is so, because it's fancy, but it's not too fancy. And they have the signs that say run for us, run or stop for us, stop. Yeah. So it's fancy. <laughs> Well, because they have seafood. It's seafood. It's seafood. Oh, got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. To us, to us, any place that sells seafood is. I grew up landlocked. Yeah. So even in Arthur Treacher's, it's like, oh, that's exotic. My grandmother loved Arthur Treacher's. I swear to God, if malt vinegar could kill a person, that's what she died of. Happy. Oh, rest in peace, Juanita. Thank, Thank God you. for the malt vinegar of I know, Arthur made Treacher's. I so happy. Molly, have you had Arthur Treacher's? No, I don't know what that one is. Oh, have you had Long John Silvers? Oh, yeah. Okay. Now yeah. imagine, imagine Long John Silvers with like a, like a tartan, like a more, like Scottish. a more, was it Scottish? Because I don't eat fish. It must have been, now that I think about it. <laughs> also, Long John Silver was at least a pirate. Arthur Treacher was just a Scottish man who knew a pirate who got him the fish. I gotta tell you, I've been to I've been to Scotland <laughs> once, and I actually got food poisoning from eating tuna. So I'm <gasps> out on the tuna. Fortunately, typically Molly, not a Scottish food, right? Well, I had it in Scotland. Was it sushi? Oh, was it bumblebee? It was a tuna steak. Oh. But what did they prepare it with? I was it like wrapped in haggis? <laughs> it is wrapped in food poisoning. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Well, well, let's see. I said Baba Gump. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Molly, like what's your, Molly, what's your one? If you go on a date here, where would you like to go? Well, I think I've had the most dates um, at Applebee's. Oh, especially sure. on the weeknights. Um, it's yeah. just really nice. They, I think that they put the lights perfectly, not too dark, but not too light. Yeah. You know? And, you know, they have all the sugary drinks, which is great. And mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I like to make, you know, I made the falafel and whatnot, but honestly, I'm a chicken tenders girl. You give me five chicken tenders and some fries and I am a happy date. Okay. Now see, I was going to say a TGI Fridays because it's just so fun in there. It is. (laughs) But I think there's too much stuff on the wall and it kind of gives me a migraine at times. Isn't there equal equal to an Applebee's. It's just to me, it's like when you go into an Applebee's, you're going to see like team jerseys from whatever neighborhood you're in, probably like a trombone and like, you know what I mean? But if you go to a Friday's, it's like there's a sled on there. There's like some some sort of rock memorabilia. There's local stuff. There's bartenders. Yeah, they have a lot of pins. They have a lot of uh, flair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's bartenders throwing things. You know, to bartend at a, a TGI Fridays, you have to enter a bartending competition. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That makes sense. Well, I think it's still a rule. I'll double check on that. I'm going to have to go check that out. Yeah. I'll- could you, because I don't want to have to make, send out corrections after this is. Tom, if you're listening, you corrected me about the goofy thing. Do you know about uh, TGI Fridays if the bartenders still have to enter those flare bottle competitions? Do you know, Molly, that when my most famous time at Applebee's was a friend of mine and I went there and we sat, we were sitting there having like lunch or something on the weekend. And there goes that white Bronco. Boy, we sat (laughs) there and watched that man be chased. (sighs) Didn't want to leave. We just stayed and kept ordering drinks. 
I wish I had known you then. I wish I had been with you then during oh, that chase. You would have loved us. Could you imagine said, Molly turn if it up in there? <laughs> that would be incredible. That was like, because I feel like they were cutting into like an actual playoff games to watch the Bronco. I, I remember being a... Uh, in Chicago being out, uh, in, in the boys town area mm. and, uh, that when Osama bin Laden was killed and that was a huge event too. It was a, it was a very drunk night for everybody. Oh uh, yeah. Watching that footage. Yeah. News footage while you're drinking. I mean, raising a glass to seal team six, this one, it's what 1996 to seven and you are with, I'm guessing Chrissy. Am I wrong? Were you with Chrissy? I was with someone else. Cause the year oh. was, I believe 1995. Was it 95? It was 1995. And when I tell you, it was like we were landing on the moon, except something so much, not that. And <laughs> you know, it took forever and I got home yeah. and I'll tell you my, if you think that the, that my mother and I are different, I walked in, she goes, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> Yeah. Because it wasn't over yet. And yeah, somehow no, no. if I talked, they'd miss something that, because it was just a camera, a shaky camera on a helicopter. Zoomed oh, in. Oh my God, it was zoomed in so hard. And you could see like AC cowling or whatever, just distressed behind the wheel. Oh my God, what a day that was for all of us. Did you yeah. guys watch the whole, uh, the trial and all that? Yep. Yeah. Did you guys watch the uh, Ryan Murphy? Or was it Ryan Murphy that did the one with with yeah. um, with what America's favorite lesbian? What's her name? Sarah something. I Sarah think she's. Paulson. Yes. Oh God, I love her. Oh, did we vote on that already? America's favorite lesbian. Yeah, that's tomorrow's election. Mm. Um, oh right. Oh. I don't think I got my whole ballot. I think I must be missing a page in my ballot. That's what I've always thought, because I think there's some things I'm missing on there. Don't you wish that when we were doing the voting and the ballots like that, that they did throw in some fun ones? Yeah, where's the fun ones that keep it interesting? I mean, give I us like a, a senior superlatives, but you know, I would love that if every ballot was like most likely to run for president, and then we right. get to choose who we think it's going to be. Right. And if you're sick of your state bird, Every 10 years, it's like this bird or this bird. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Cardinal. You gotta go. That's a very good point. I like that. There should be a voting process on the bird. And I like the idea of saying who's most likely to fuck everything up. And then yes. when that can't be. Oh, voted. yes. I love that. Because so even if let's say you're voting for mayor and let's say there's on the ballot someone and then another person who's clearly lying, a lying charlatan billionaire moron whose um, only interest is in accumulating power and wealth. So even if that person wins the mayoral competition, if somewhere else in the ballot said, who's the most full of shit and that person wins, they can't be mayor. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. So yes. you got two, you got ways to like um, get around it. Do yeah, you know we'll I mean? cross-reference. That's bringing back checks and balances because they are gone as we know it. They're gone. And yeah. so this is a nice way for us to have a little fun doing it. Mm -hmm. mm. Molly, did you, now this is not a gotcha moment. I'm not one of those journalists. Mm. <laughs> Were you able to vote? Uh, I'm, I'm not going to vote yet. I'm going to vote tomorrow. <gasps> oh, exciting uh, in person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to bring the kids with me, show them how... Oh. How, how it works, how to, how to stand in a line in a gym. Yeah, should be fun. You could do that chant where it's the one that's uh, show me what democracy looks like. This is what democracy looks like. Yeah, I could do that with the kids. I feel I like to... at those gyms, because we I voted at a gym 
and uh yeah it like, would be uh, nice planet fitness be, uh, yeah oh, god that'd be nice huh the kids would not be bored um i think it uh it's just a, an old basketball gym i'm like uh, great if they just threw, you know rolled out a couple basketballs so kids could play i could shoot some hoops while you're waiting in line i mean would it kill them no no that's why i'm saying wouldn't it be fun if it was a planet fitness then everybody could get a workout in while you're waiting oh you do a circuit yeah you just take a number and they're like here you got like two hours do a full body workout you could do a 30 minute you could do a circuit you could do hit h-i-i-t yeah oh bye I also oh love the idea of a Dave and Busters. Oh my get God. What yeah. are you you want America get- to turn out and vote? Yeah. <laughs> Make every polling location a Dave and Busters. And everyone gets like $5 worth of credits. But you know, it's going to work out for Dave and Busters because people are going to stay and spend more of their money. Everybody yeah. wins. You can't walk out of a Dave and Buster's without spending accidentally $100. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's mini Vegas. It sure is. It is. Yeah, Can I yeah. ask you guys a real question? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen somebody walk into a Dave and Buster's and later walk out with an electric guitar that they won with tickets? Electric guitar? They got mm-hmm. electric guitars in there. They got a saxophone in there. They got all kinds of things that you could win with tickets. And it's like, how come no matter how many of us there are, we pull our tickets together and we're walking out with like six biddo honey and one Chinese finger trap and a bouncy ball. You know, I just think that in the long run, it's better because if you win a saxophone, that's a lot of lessons. That's a lot of money that you're going to be pouring mm-hmm. into a hobby that you didn't even know you wanted to do. Biddo honey is underrated in my opinion. I honestly yeah. love biddo honey. I honestly, it doesn't I, appreciate either. You right. know, it's like they say, if you drive off a car lot with a new car, the moment you drive away, it depreciates like 98%. You know, it's, I bet that's the same with an electric guitar. I don't know about that. Just saying, I don't know. Seen so you shouldn't <laughs> say that you have an idea about it. You're just guessing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm just saying, I don't know how to speak on it with expertise. Good. We <laughs> agree on that. Pat, what are you being so combative for? I'm just saying, I I've don't never... know. Tomorrow's <laughs> election day. I feel funny looking for a fight and jealous. Molly's voting in the gym. Okay, but Pat, we've never had an argument like this. No, I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> you are right. Yeah, I'm okay. Okay, because I'm I'm your safe space. Remember, I I'm just saying I didn't know how to properly say it does or doesn't depreciate. <laughs> I don't noted, know. Noted. Huh? I got worked up, Molly. I'm get... sorry you had to see that. Yeah, I apo- I also apologize. I feel like capitalism. Just work through it and, you know, like, I'll just, I'll be here if you need me, but I want you guys to work through that. I'm not going to interject. I mean, that's what I do with my kids. You just, you let them have at it, no matter how bloody they get, and then they will work it out themselves. Now, what is the age range? What do you got in there anymore? Because, you know, I still think every child is three years old. I am so bad at that. Right. They're two, four, six, eight. (gasps) Who do we appreciate? You and your kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Appreciate this body doing that. Doing now, that I thought you were going to say something bad about yourself again. Mm-hmm. No, no. I mean, I might be the only person that thinks Eileen Warnos is good looking. Um, I might have a little <laughs> bit of sense. Well, okay, then that does turn it on its ear because this whole time we thought you were looking at. Eileen right. Wardos with the same eyes the rest of the world's looking at it. Yeah, should have talked you out of it. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't have said that you look more like Thanos. We should have said, you know, if that's who you think is beautiful, you know what? Let's do Paul McCartney once said, 
I don't want another pretty face. I don't want just any one to hold. I don't want my love to go to waste. I want you and your beautiful soul. And maybe that's how you feel about Eileen Warnos. And so then good for you. She, to me, she is like that ladder that you guys were talking about where maybe only I can see it. (laughs) And she's your heaven. She's the optical illusion that I can only see that she's gorged. But like, hey, somebody, say you're on death row. Oh, yes. Why did I get there? Did somebody frame me? Somebody frame me. That's how I end up there. At prom. That's where it all began. And uh, you don't have a team of hair and makeup. You know, the, the prosecutors and stuff, they can put on their makeup. Mm. In their car or their house. And, you know, the, the people who are on trial, they can't. They just mm. have to work with what the prisons give them. And it's not a lot, I hear. Mm. I don't know. That's another thing. It's like on Orange is the New Black. How did that one girl have those eyebrows and red lips? Mm. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's like um shoe polish and blood. Where they get shoe polish from? What'd you I say? And apples. They seem to use a lot. Uh, they, they make a lot with apples in prison. Wow. Oh, yeah. You know something I saw once? My friend and I were watching an episode of Lock Up Raw and the, it was a men's prison and a women's oh. prison where the, they were like one floor, but it was like that this floor was like the men's prison. The next floor down was the women's prison and they used to empty out their toilets somehow oh. and communicate through the toilets like it was a game of telephone in those tin cans. That is so romantic, isn't it? I would die for that sort of romance to get off the apps and into the toilet pipes. (laughs) Could you imagine somebody's willing to put their face so close to a prison toilet just to talk to you? That is. Yeah, that's gentle. It's gentle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the show uh, Tough World's Toughest Prisons? Uh. That is a show that should be on your list. Let me know. I have to imagine, isn't it just the gulag or is it this more than that? It there, this guy goes in to each prison and lives in the prison for a week. And it is terrifying. Oh, really? Is but that, it's also really interesting. Is that meant to be like a scared straight for people like me? I mean, I think people use it for different reasons. So yes. Okay. Do people know? Do people know in the prison because there's cameras that this person is just here on holiday? Or is it like undercover? Like that time Captain Olivia Benson went undercover. (laughs) It's not undercover. It's yeah, they know that he's just there, but he had been in prison. Uh, This guy who hosted, he's had he was in prison for maybe 15 years. He's wrongfully convicted of murder which is my worst nightmare that's the, oh, that's the, yeah that's the whole oh god okay yeah but you guys i know you too and you will love this show so grab some popcorn is it very raw it is as raw as it gets okay i might try it mm-hmm. i do like things that are raw what if she had said no you would have been like no i won't i won't try it then i have other things to do i'm so busy yeah, yeah, well, I, I'm gonna. You'll have to come over and watch it at my house, or trick your neighbor into watching it, Pat. I might give him a little note in his mailbox. Say, put on raw. Would he know what it means then? A lock up raw prison? No, raw? it's prison? world's 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 toughest prisons. It's on Netflix, but um, it's not raw. It's not raw. What's the other one that's raw? I said lock up raw, but this is a different show. Um, but I have no doubt in my mind, world's toughest prisons is as raw as it gets. I bet. Okay. Is there a program called Naked and Afraid of Things? I've yes. heard about that. Yes. Naked and afraid. You know, that terrifies me. That show, that that show absolutely does terrify me because I'm like, 
first of all, again, uh, my first thought is always going to be, what do you do when you have your period on this place? I'm always afraid of it. Do you know, do you watch Survivor? Uh, no, but I want to start. Okay. Yeah, you should. There's a lot of seasons to catch up on, but mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, you can message me and I'll tell you each season that's like really worth it. Okay. But they, I found it. I wondered that about Survivor as well. And apparently they, uh, they supply women with, you know, feminine products, whatever, you know, some people like tampons, some people like pads. So some people like period underwear. Yeah. Period underwear. They wear clothes on that show. They do, but like they're in, they're surviving on the Island. So there's a, so they're, uh, they get unlimited water, they get feminine products. And then I think they get maybe toothpicks or something like that. For what? For their teeth. Oh, they don't, they're not allowed to brush their teeth. Yeah, they don't have like a toothbrush, but I, but I thought that Ugh. was because I go, nobody wants to watch a show where you're just like, this person needs water. They're dehydrated. You know, yeah. that's not fun to watch. It's not fun to watch somebody say, like bleed through their pants because they don't have a tampon. It's just not fun. Now on Naked and Afraid, they are not, they're not given water. They got to like boil water and find it and whatever. They're not given any of that. They used to do that on Survivor. And then I think they got the feedback that no one cares. Uh, Nobody wants to see that process anyway. Isn't it funny what we'll watch? I mean, this whole time we just were like, remember that day that guy killed his wife and her and a a nice man who went to a restaurant and brought her glasses and they killed them both. And then we watched him drive real far. And then now we're like, remember when we watched those people screaming through toilets and then people dehydrate and, and maybe whatever they don't they're not allowed dental hygiene it's like what in the world there were like three exactly three television shows back when it first came out and it was like all westerns and do you think those people were like one day this what there will be so much to watch that we will put people's lives and ages on purpose and then and, and really let them do damage to themselves and america yeah. will tune in you're right it's all torture all the tv shows i talk about are torture and yeah. you have to feel that way with jag a little bit pat huh yeah you know molly i can still only get um jag <sighs> And I'm missing the one episode, I think, that ties it all together. It makes it make sense. You can never catch that one. I think it's when I nod off. Because one night I said, I'm staying awake until I see it. Because they do play them out of order. And I thought, this is my chance. Oh, Keep God. nodding off. It seems. <laughs> you ever had a thousand piece puzzle? And you lost the one piece under the carpet or something. It went into the vent. That's jag for me. It seems cruel that they play them out of order. I don't know why they do that. I feel like it's haunted, but I'm that afraid to call like... the cable guy. <laughs> you feel like it's haunted? Well, what sense does that make? I agree. Some days there's like an SVU marathon on or something, and it's like, none of these make sense. This isn't the order they were supposed to be played in. What are you doing to us? Yeah. Someone's asleep at the wheel. But Jag, uh, and forgive me for not knowing a lot about it. Uh, no, you're forgiven. Mm-hmm. What, what is it again it's like airplane oh, no I th- yeah somehow it's, it's the like, navy it's navy it's navy judge. punishment <laughs> yeah essentially yeah navy it is punishment. you know it's a show about people in the navy and then you know i didn't realize how much bad these people can do and what again i Paying their salary through my taxes. And anyway, the whole show of Jag is, well, who did this? And then the outside of the regular system of 
um, punishment because the jag has to come in the main jag and the main jag argues for them or against them that's david jag elliott i gotta get it looked at maybe in the new year molly i'm gonna have someone come over and i don't know you know because jag is coming in my house yeah yeah well yeah jag itself stands for judge advocate general which we don't know what that means what does that mean in the context of the program yeah I'm we don't know that that would have been yeah. crazy. there's not a lot of uh not not a lot of good military shows on tv these days that's, yeah that's and ever since mash yeah there hasn't been a lot of good ones could you imagine that pitch where the guy was like hear me out it's a mobile army surgical hospital during the war but it's a comedy and somebody was like absolutely make this show it was a different time yeah the good old days yeah Somewhat. What a world. Somewhat. What a world. Uh, well, speaking of that world and then this world, Molly, take us to your happy place. Take us to your nieces, nephews, and nibblings. Tell us about them. Yeah. Well, I'm from a really big Irish family, so I have a lot. I mean, I have a lot, a lot, a lot of cousins, have a lot of nieces and nephews from my sisters and my brothers. And, uh, you know, they're all troubled in their own ways. But sure, I, sure, sure. Yeah. I love them. I send them Nike gift certificates um, that sometimes get lost in the mail. Now, and do you think you do that because you're a lesbian or is that just a coincidence? You know, I do think it's nice to have a good sport sweater, a good hoodie. Uh, you should always, you know, you should always feel comfortable. And when I was growing up, if you had Nike, hello, you're a billionaire. It seemed like everyone yeah. rich had Nike, head to toe starter jackets Right. Um, and so I think I'm, I'm like, here, you fit in. The problem is these troubled children never say thank you. And so it makes me not want to give them a gift. And I know that's selfish in a way, but I go, well, you're not even thankful. Why am I going to give you socks next year? You know? Right. Um, that's, you know what? I couldn't agree with you more, Molly, because they right. just take and take. And they're not even gifts. They're just taking from me when I'm asleep. And I have to tell you, if they just said, Oh, thank you for, you know, this, the 60 bucks that you had in your wallet, Pat. I'd say, oh, I didn't give you that. But I'd be so blown away by them saying thank you, you know. And I don't know if you feel this way, Molly, but sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm just getting old and I forget what it is to be a kid and to not be thankful. But I don't know. I feel Mm-mm, like it's nice. Nope. You can throw someone a thank you. It's two words. Yeah, I got to tell you, I don't believe there was a time in your lives where either one of you weren't gracious and thankful. Mm-hmm. 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 and it's partly your parent you know i i know that like your your parents teach you to say to send the thank you letters you have to send that thank you letter and you're like no i don't want to but then they make you yeah and that you so part of it is because my sisters and my brothers are really disappointing oh i feel uh, that in my bones yeah, yeah. E- each and every one of them um so you know other than that i feel uh you know, I, do I love them? Yes. Okay. Unconditionally, but I think they all have a long, long laundry list of issues, right? Not going to school, working at the Dairy Queen, smoking weed out back, you know, they're all, you know, used to be like, there was one bad kid in the family. Now, every single one of them has issues. Oh my God. Now, wh- how many siblings do you have? Four. Okay. Where do you rank in there? 
I'm the second. Okay. Yeah. Great. Great. You know, I got a couple sisters that uh, had had kids as teens. So a lot of my nieces and nephews are close to my age. Um, right. Right. Really close. Oh yeah. We've had that before. Yeah. We've had, yeah. We've, it, 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 it confuses the relationship, you know, um, for sure. Yeah. 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 My nephew, you know, we're close in age. We're 19 years apart. And so, Oh, that is close. Now is that one of the closer ones or one of the father ones? Just, just so I know. Okay. That's a, Oh, that is very close. Yeah. It's too close for comfort. comfort. Yeah. And I have one who's, you know, uh, seven and that one feels they're still in their innocent stage and they're, you know, are they saying thank you? No, Mm -hmm. but I still have hope that one day they will learn. And you don't know as an aunt, if, if you're overstepping a boundary, if you just like, you know, want to shake them a little or, you know, call them up and be like, Hey, say, thank you. You know? And like, I think definitely do the latter, not the former. Well, can you shake them without their head moving? Yes, it's just a shake of a shoulder. Like I said, we're close. Oh, like stabilize them first yeah, and then like shake them. My nephew's taller than me, so it's just like oh. just shake him a little, give him a little like jag scare, and say like, "Hey, oh. I think that's great. If they're bigger than you, you can shake them till the cows come home. You're not going to do any damage if they're bigger than you. Shake, shake, shake. That's shake. that. That'll get some they sense say, in them. They say never shake a baby. They don't say anything about anybody older than a baby, right? Or if you're if the baby's bigger than you, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, no, don't shake a baby. Baby is a state of being in a lot of ways. We all used to be babies, so don't mm-hmm. shake me. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, I mean, I wish I had more positive things to say. But I think I'm so oh, that's okay. angry no. at this generation of children. Right. Please get it out, Molly. Get it, it out because there's no one way to feel, right? Right. We want the truth yeah. of what you're feeling. So please be honest. If you want to say, like, listen, it really. I don't know if you want to hear uh, yes. all that I have to say. Okay. Well, you know, this is very interesting because we were talking about politics. Yeah. My, I, ha- I have a little one not my child mm-hmm. or nephew um and uh maybe 12 years old very maga uh very mm-hmm. uh, yeah had, has very different political mm-hmm. views than me and mm-hmm. uh and that one is rough because because uh, you say well i'm glad that you are you have mm-hmm. seem to have some sort of interest and hmm. so you're trying look at you're almost i can see you, you're straining you know mm-hmm. like when you you haven't had enough water and you're sitting on the can you're straining but i don't want you to get hurt you're the last person who should get hurt in this right exactly and you know i love that she can't vote so oh, right. that's it you don't care but uh you, you worry you you know you worry about those kids in the small towns. Um, so that's why, you know, every time I see them, I say, I'm a big fucking dyke. Just right, so I don't know any in their town. And I say, I'm the biggest fucking dyke you've ever seen. And I am proud, you know? Yeah. Maybe throw back in some of the snowboarding stuff. So that like it really hits home. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, there's more than cornfields in this world. There's big powder, baby. Find the olive in in this falafel. You got to paint a clear yeah. picture for them because yeah. they're not exposed to different type of people. They're not exposed to anything other than what they see in what sounds like, and no offense to your siblings, ungrateful homes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, that's tough. But you know what? Like I said, and I didn't mean to be that crass, but here we are. You're really trying to make lemonade here. And I think that's really great because you know what? It is complicated. These kids are tough. A lot of these kids are real tough and they're going to be, they're going to have stages of life disappointing or they're challenging or they make you insane. And um, you said you love them. You love them unconditionally, but sometimes you're not going to like them. And sometimes you're going to try really hard. You're going to strain yourself and blow out your rings trying to love on them. And I got to be honest with you. When I said I love them unconditionally, I don't know if that's true. Sometimes you don't see a nephew for a while and you go, do I even know this person? Like they've grown a very fine mustache that makes you feel uncomfortable to be alone in the same room with them. Yeah. And they still want to cuddle on you and you're like, you're not too. You know? Yeah. I don't want Now, I just got to tell you, and I don't want this to seem like a gloat. Okay, mm. or a brag. Mm. Um, but today when I was at Gina's, I, uh, Dominic was upstairs in his room playing on the computer. And I said, hey, we call him Dominuch because apparently Dominic doesn't sound Italian enough. We had to really mm. go bigger on that. It's Frankie and Dominic are Frangooch and Dominuch. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I called upstairs. I said, hey, Dominuch, can you come down here? And he came downstairs and, I, and he said, well, yeah, what, what did you need, Auntie Mags? And I said, I just wanted a hug. And he came right over and gave me a hug and a kiss. And it was the cutest thing in the world. <sighs> Well, my so, God, I love them so much. You got some good ones. I love them yeah. so much. Well, I would love them if they were mine, but. Well, you do love them and you could come over whenever you want. And so can you, Molly. You know, you are welcome at my, any of my family's functions or whatever. Please come over because I want you to see sweet. Because, well, because your kids are sweet. You know, Pat and I, we always get your kids gifts and stuff for their birthdays and we love them. And Sorry, and- it's been mostly clay, but I heard kids love clay. They love pottery. Clay is good. You get it from the Michaels or the Hobby Lobby. Not the Hobby Lobby. Not the Hobby Lobby. No, Michaels only. Yeah. Yeah. Or down by the river. You could dig that up. Oh, yeah. There's free clay down there. You don't necessarily have to pay for it. But if it gets too cold, then it's hard to get out. I just want to say, as Ignathus, what? Hmm? You know, we were both, we were all three of us drawn to the church that day for different Mm -hmm. reasons that had almost nothing to do with, um, religion. And mm-hmm. I think that's its own miracle that has nothing to do with, you know, God or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so grateful that we met that day and we made that beautiful falafel and we all told truths, told truths and we met each other. And thank you for mm-hmm. plainly speaking a real aunt experience. Uh, so it might help somebody out there who's like you and I, Molly, who's like, oh, you know, these kids, uh, I'm afraid of them or they steal or I don't like them all the time. They smell funny, rubbing on me. But it's important to have a reason to celebrate the fact that you are both a mother and an aunt, and that's hard work. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt that when you have kids, you abandon your nieces and your nephews and your siblings and Mm. uh, anyone who's extended. um, And that's just, there's no secret. That's no secret. But, you know, it's important to show for me, I want to show I'm the gay aunt, you know, mm-hmm. and that's important to me. So I will keep sending them the Nike gift certificates and hopefully they will 
be like Dominuch one day and give me oh. a little thank you and a little a little hug. Oh, oh my God. He, that kid is the sweetest. And they will. I believe in my heart they will. Because I think society turns you into a better person because you just get ripped on. I mean, you just get torn yeah. down. Yeah. You got to be yeah. better and better. There is a responsibility that I feel a lot of times. And I'm sure you feel this too. And Pat, I'm sure you feel this too even though mm-hmm. you're not we'll necessarily, see. yeah, you, you're not this, you know, I'm ansexual, you're the gay aunt fully. And I just, there's, there is a responsibility of like, we wear, we have to wear a lot of hats, you know, mm-hmm. most of mine are baseball themed, although I do have some WNBA. Anyways, we wear a lot of hats. And one of those is, I think sometimes I have to be extra liberal and extra like, I have got to go so far the other way that I basically like you guys want condoms. I'll buy you condoms. You guys want, you know, you, I want you to be clear that, you know, that if you need edible underwear, well, I mean, not I yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you bought that? For- no, I have. Uh, I've worn them. Oh, you uh, have. We got to yeah, do that college, one day. Yeah. In college, I wore them. Oh, it worked that good. It were, I- honestly, you could have just put a fruit by the foot. Wrap up uh, around you would have been way tastier. That's what I was going to say. Are they basically fruit roll-ups? I don't know how they work. But they're bad fruit roll-ups because they're actually, they seem like they're made at a factory that doesn't actually make good food. And oh. is it one of those things of like, yeah. are they more clothing than underwear? The, I'm sorry. Are they more underwear than edible or are they more? Is this a word problem? Edible than underwear. Like um, they are. Yeah. You cannot wear them as underwear. I do not suggest at all because they will break off immediately it's actually a thing where you're afraid they're going to get in places they shouldn't be in Um, and like i said we don't it's very it's very processed the whole thing it's not natural they don't make any Uh, organic ones you think no do Um, not recommend those Um, okay that's an important that's a good tip what if you could just put jelly i mean you could but it wouldn't be you couldn't leave the house then right oh okay all right that's what I'm this saying. is do all fair. On, do you put these on before dinner? Like you go into a restaurant, you put these on before dinner and then you come back. Can I just say, if you like every woman that I know has, and I hate to say this on air, a bit of discharge. Oh, you can say it loud and proud. They are ruined. Uh, no Even if you've got an honorable discharge, I bet. Jag. Okay, this is great. <laughs> these are great tips. This is something that... This is what you're not hearing on other podcasts, okay? I'm going to go ahead and say it. No other podcast has the balls to say it. This is why I got out of church. You know, I can't talk to other people after church, and this is the conversations that I'm having. That's exactly right. Right now, would you have ever thought that your very first podcast would result in kind of talking about this kind of stuff, telling this much truth? I mean, I feel I feel really natural about it. I'm really hoping my nieces and nephews don't listen. Um, they, they won't. They won't. They won't. Okay, they don't. Good. They're young. They won't even. No, they don't even know how to find oh. it. Well, what a delight. You came off very natural and vulnerable. You know, you're a pro. That's all we're looking for is yeah. just for somebody to come on here, tell the truth. And, and that's all you did, which is a big step for you because, you know, we talked about how your dating profiles were very dishonest and look at how far you've come. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like a million bucks after talking to you guys. And I'm so happy that I met you. You guys have really been keeping me honest. And I hope to continue down that path of, you know, just being honest and not lying about being a snowboarder when I could probably not even get up if I tried. 
it's really I unnatural. Think you, I mean, um, I don't know. It is very unnatural. You, t- you feed a tethered to something in a way that feels like I'm going to die like this. And God bless people who keep pressing on, you know? Honestly, that's a great metaphor for how I felt when I was straight and in my relationship with my husband. So oh. thank you for that. Yeah. Well, thank you. And thank and, you. Know, you. I know we're getting to that time because, you know, I, I'm aware of how clocks work, but mm. I just want to say, if could you think of a better way to end this podcast by, by saying, looks like we made it. Look how far we've come, my baby. You've come a long way. Yeah. Smoker. We might have took the long way, but we, we knew did. we'd get there someday. Yeah. They said, I bet they'll never make it. But just look at us holding on. Mm-hmm. It looks like they made it. As we always like to do, we have a little mantra here from Carol Doyle, the patron saint and poet laureate of this very podcast. And this week's mantra goes a little bit like this. Wood chips and old chips. But what about ant chips? Oh, my. Huh. Now, Molly, does this sound familiar to you at all? Because something about this feels familiar. Do it again. All right. Wood chips and old chips but what about ant chips it doesn't feel familiar to me okay good 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 because of the what about like it mm-hmm. felt like maybe it was an old saying about a naval uh <gasps> carrier but then the what about seems extremely modern like what about what about yeah. me what about bob now, I, I don't know what's right. wrong with my brain, but I heard it like wood chips and old ships, but what about ant ships? Oh, but that can't be right. It might be. You know, we don't know with Carol. You ever heard that expression that goes like some ships are made of wood and some ships are made of something else? But there's a ship that we all want to be on and it's called friendship. Friendship. Okay. Okay. I have heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she may have referenced that, but she may have also been referencing um, that song. And Molly, maybe she saw What About Bob recently. She thought, I got to shoehorn this in. All the kids are talking about What About Bob. Either way, if she put this into a lyric, I think she would be sued um, for plagiarism. But I do, I I think for now, it's parody. Mm. You're right. Oh, until Elon Musk, uh, we have to qualify what's parody, what's not for Elon Musk. Yeah. Um, Well, this is comedy. He knows. Yeah, he's comedy himself. That man's a joke. Yeah, we got to get him on. Remember that program? You would have been great on In Living Color. Oh, God. You know what else he would be great on? Lock Up Raw. Oh, get him in the toughest. Get him in the Uh toughest. You're right. You're right. We'll get him in there. I'm going to dreams about that tonight. Well, as always, I just got to tell you, it has been a thin slice of heaven for me. And me. Thank you guys so much. Oh, it's a thrill. It's Molly, a thrill. thank you so much for having us and for making time because you are yeah. so, so busy. Four kids is a lot of kids. Four kids and trying to get boned and stuff. Yeah, yeah. you're trying to bone down. We respect that. Yeah. It re- yeah, it is really tough to get laid with, you know, when you got a whole life Amen. without that new person. Yeah. I mean, you're preaching but- to the choir over here. Yeah. yeah. The Altos and the Supreans. Mm-hmm. I love you, Molly. Thanks for coming on. And I sure do love you, Megs. I love you, Ma. I love you, Pat. Oh, I right. love you guys. Please. Oh, thank you so much. You don't have thank a you very to much. say That's very sweet. Body, but yeah, we love do, yeah. that you said it. Yeah. Thank you so much. It would have been weird. I, yeah, a little bit. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. 
Well, hi, thank you for listening to Those Who Aunt a Baby Makers podcast starring Colleen Doyle as your aunt Pat and Dana Cursuli as your Auntie Mags. If you liked this podcast, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review. The amazing Aunt Molly was played by Mo Welch, who's known for being a hilarious stand-up comedian and cartoonist. You can check out Mo's book, How to Die Alone, featuring her cartoon muse, Blair, and you can follow her on social media at Momo Welch. Our theme song was performed by The Cues, and you can follow them at The Cues Music on Instagram. Follow Those Who Ants on Instagram and Twitter, and if you have any questions for the ants, email us at thosewhoants at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and call your aunt!